Welcome to TV I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting you closer to the TV shows you love. I'm Ashley Ray, a comedian, writer, and former TV critic, and each week my friends, fellow comedians, actors, writers, will drop by to dive into the best TV shows we're all talking about right now. All right, let's get into it. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Jordan Morris, welcome to TV Club. Jordan Morris is a television writer who's written for many shows on all the platforms, Max, Disney+, Plus, Comedy Central, creator and co-writer of the two-time Eisner-nominated graphic novel bubble based on the Maximum Fun podcast he also created and co-host of the Jordan Jesse Go podcast. I, I had to get it all out there. I, I, I'm so excited for this conversation. Thank you. I yes, just, I'm excited. That intro got me pumped. I can't yeah, believe I've had such an impressive career. You're so impressive. I just so <laughs> many things. Come on, two time Eisner nominee. This yeah. is I, yeah. the, the people are trying to be like you. So I had to have you come on to talk TV. Uh, <laughs> and, I can't believe you got me. <laughs> and and I, yeah, I. I, I, people wanted to talk to me about TV three years. I still am always shocked. I'm always like, oh my goodness. And people are like, yeah, we, we all wait. love it. It's what we yes. do. <laughs> yes. No, I am stoked. And, and uh, I'll, I'll let you introduce the topic uh, when you see fit, but yeah, um, yeah. this is, I've, this is, this is one I'm know, stoked we, about. We play by our own rules here at TVSA. Oh, yeah. we, we, we do our, our thing. But when we asked, you know, what we, what you were watching, what you were doing, uh, you said you were watching a lot of Peacock. A lot uh, of Peacock. And as listeners know, Peacock is my favorite streaming platform. Uh, <laughs> I used to joke that it's like the little indie platform that could because they just don't advertise their shows or anything they do. <laughs> it, people would be like, Peacock? I thought that was a joke. And right. I would just be like, no, no, they're really like underground. It's like a really tiny, just like yeah. independent streaming platform. Uh, with I was some really great shows. Yeah, I found out about it from a zine that I got at my yeah. local coffee shop. There was a flight. Flyer stapled to a telephone pole. Yeah, yeah. My my niece, my teen niece, was talking about it on TikTok, and I thought, well, I should just I should check it out. And now people are finally seeing it's a slow build, right? But people are seeing the just the ability of Peacock. Uh, there was an an article this week that Byron Allen like like made an offer of sixty or like forty billion dollars or something uh, to buy Paramount Global. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Which Byron Allen like, of yeah. Comics Unleashed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, Let Byron him do it. Give Allen, it to him. <laughs> give it to him. I was, but I was also he's he has that kind of money. 
That's like, wild. Okay, didn't yeah. know, didn't know that was pop, but sure, let's give it to him. And I was like, you know, I would make a sixty nine billion dollar offer to own Peacock. I that is the platform. What yeah. platform would you, if you had billions, what would you do? Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, hmm. Well, yeah. What would I do? Yeah, I mean, obviously, big Peacock head over here, but like, let's bring back CISO. I mean, Ooh. Peacock is, you know, Peacock, I think, is kind of CISO 2.0. I think it we is. can both agree. It is. I think we can all, yeah. They got a lot of those CISO shows. They did. They do. Yes, there's big CISO energy flowing throughout Peacock. But, I mean, I think maybe, like, let's revive it as kind of a sub-brand. Maybe people will subscribe mm. kind of, like, ironically, like, ha, ha, ha. Let's oh, watch this some, is back. Yeah. Let's watch some CISO tonight. <laughs> um. But yeah, but I think we'll just cram it with some really good comedy. And oh, yeah. You you get all those like TBS comedies from oh, the yeah. early 2010s that like are so hard to stream anywhere. You get those on a CISO rebrand. Yes. You'd kill the game. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. <laughs> every <Let's>... week. <laughs> every yeah, week let's... on TV, I say we figure out the TV industry. <laughs> we solve every crisis. And I'm like, why don't they listen to me? I know it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're listen, you're the Byron Allen of your generation. I've always said. I, yeah, thank you. You have. You have. And you yeah, do such a good job of setting comics up with <laughs> uh, very <laughs> obvious layups to do their material. Yeah. You know, you got to you got to help out. You got to make it funny. <laughs> that's what I love about Byron. He's just like, so have you eaten any airline food recently? And then they just do an <laughs> like, airline oh, food so, so interesting. You should ask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, what is he going to do with Paramount? Whatever. Give it I to I don't him. know. It'll yeah. be better than whatever they're doing now. I sure. At this point, I'm like, give give all the streaming platforms to just whatever celebrity cares enough. I don't sure. care. It's, yeah. It's he'll, it's just as good. He'll just be setting Tom Cruise up for stunts to do in Mission Impossible. It's like, so Tom, have you ever jumped a motorcycle off a train? And then we'll just see it happening. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to talk about our favorite Peacock shows. What is making Peacock sort of that girl these days? Yeah. She really is that girl you want to have in your streaming lineup. We're going to get to that. But there's so much TV news this week. That I we have to discuss everything that's happening. I, I first of all, I just I want to talk about this this new thing with CBS. So CBS, they the new president of their entertainment and TV did an interview yesterday where CBS, the most traditional old school network, right. your grandmother still abides by it and understands primetime TV because right. of it. They have decided. They are no longer doing pilot season. Uh, really? Which, I hadn't heard yeah, this. Yeah, it just they just announced this yesterday, <laughs> last week, uh, oh. as we we're talking, as you're listening. Uh, but yeah, she basically is deciding to do the switch to year round development, uh, which some platforms have already done. ABC and Fox did this before the pandemic. Uh, and then at, during the pandemic, a lot of platforms took it on. And now some have stuck with it. CBS originally was like, we're going to go back to traditional. We're CBS. And now they're saying, no, we're doing wow. year round development. 
And CBS is buying zero pilots this year for like the first time in the history of CBS. This ain't your grandma's CBS. Not your grandma's this is CBS. Your old mom's CBS. Although I will say uh, they okay. aren't buying new pilots because they have a lot of shows in development and shows that were supposed to air during the strike uh, that didn't. Uh, And your grandma might recognize these shows because they are all spinoffs of current shows she probably loves on CBS. (laughs) Uh, I thought she'd miss Young Sheldon. Don't worry. There's a spinoff coming. Oh, good. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Bad Blue blue Bloods, there's a spinoff coming. Don't you dare worry. Uh, It's not, they're not taking risks with new content. Blue Biles, maybe? (laughs) I like another bodily fluid. (laughs) That should, yeah, and it's a crooked family that runs multi- a hospital. I love it. I love it. I love they're it. Just, they're just the selling bile. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I it's the black market, but the blue market? I don't know. Yeah, but, it, just, you know, obviously TV writers are freaking out about this. Everyone yeah. is like, this is a major shift in the end- industry. If, uh, if CBS can do this, what even is linear traditional TV anymore? Totally. Well, how are you feeling? How do you feel about this news? I just told you about have a full opinion on it right now. Go. Oh, my gosh. Wild. Yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) you know, I know a lot of people in our biz, like writing a pilot can be like a big deal, you know, like, you know, you can if you're a a a a person in in, I I won't uh, I won't infer or sorry, uh, I won't assume what your zone is. But if someone in my zone, like you can make your year writing a pilot like that. You know, that'll do it. That'll keep the health insurance going. Um, So, yeah. So I guess, I guess, you know, from a, a working writer's point of view, like I hope that there's a way to make money, uh, (laughs) but (laughs) I hope I can make money. (laughs) I mean, it, it, some people are saying it feels like a punishment for the strike that they're taking away these traditional things writers could rely on to go to this year round system, which has no guarantees they could. And there, there are some benefits, I think, instead of a show needing to make a pilot and being, you know, being bought on a pilot, uh, a show can instead go into development or they might start a room to get additional ideas. It, so it could help these shows grow, but we know they're not going to like take a risk on some course, yeah. thing. That is, uh, no, they're going to use it to make NCIS like on the on Mars or something. It, <laughs> it, like it, it's just going right. to I don't know. But, but yeah, you you would like to think that maybe this is this is a, a a the start of a CBS that would like take some more chances, do stuff that's not CBIC, NCIS and Sheldon related. Uh, but yeah, they probably won't. It'll probably just be, you know, a way to a way to milk those shows. Um, yeah. You know, I guess I guess, you know, looking at bigger trends, I guess it would be nice if like shows that get developed have a better chance of getting on the air uh as as you know as folks in our zone know like it, it's such a long shot for anything to go from you know let alone bought to bought and on the air so maybe this is a world where people are being a little more choosy with what they buy and if they buy yeah. something it's more likely to get onto the air but um uh yeah i uh you know uh I, I I don't trust those executives as far as I can throw them. So this is probably bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think they'd make any changes that actually would help writers at this point. But we'll see. Oh, God, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, like, sure, sure. Yeah. Year round. We loved your funny picket signs. So we're going to help you out. (laughs) We're going to do year round development just all the time. Having new shows or, you know, old shows that we developed already. But hey, you guys love making show Bibles and look books, right? You guys love love that. You love that. 
it's going to be that all the time now. The you guys love stress. compiling tone comps? Yeah, the most fucking annoying part of professional writing. Tone comp. Uh, uh, yeah, tone I love comp. when I finish writing and I get to make a corporate deck. God, I know, right? <laughs> Summarizing <laughs> the creative thing I just wrote. It's 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 the I love this. I love it's the best. I love what we do. Truly the greatest it's business. The best. We're so lucky. <laughs> We're so lucky. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, we can complain too. Yeah, we can. Uh, there is some good news in TV this week, okay, too. Okay, I'd love to hear some good news. Uh, I, I don't know if you watch this show, but Hijack on Apple TV. Ooh, Hijack is on my to-watch list, Ooh. and partially because you've been so enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Your, your enthusiasm uh, is contagious about this show. It's uh, incredible. Obviously, Idris Elba is a legend. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it's it, so, so good. Get me, get, get me stoked and get me stoked about the second season. Okay, so here's the thing. If you know, the hijack is about a man on a plane, yeah, it gets hijacked. He's Amazing. a master negotiator and manages to like work the situation and make it cool and just it's it's a big action thing. Uh, and then it ends, and all the bad people are dealt with, and Idris Elba is the hero. And so it's very what it could a second season be. Because if this man is getting hijacked again, that's <laughs> wild. What, like I, well, I mean, if Liam Neeson's daughter can get kidnapped every couple of years, every couple of years, I'm like, I want like hijack cruise ship, hijack yes. road trip. I want him to get hijacked on the subway. I want him hijacked everywhere and anywhere. So I'm gonna watch, but I'm like, I actually think it would be really cool if they did like hijack train or yeah. they do a plane again. And it's all the same people who were on the plane the first time. Like, I think Whoa. like you bring back, that's the twit. You bring back the whole cast. People aren't going to expect that. Right. They're going to think he's getting hijacked new. There's place. no way the same plane with the same people the is going to get hijacked people. twice. Lightning does strike does twice. Strike twi yeah. If it's hijack lightning. It, yeah. um, no, this is great. I love it. There's a lot of great vehicles out there. A lot of great, um, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of great vehicles would love to see Idris Elba in. Um, yeah, I mean, you had a great pitch earlier for the NCIS franchise, Hijack Mars. I Hijack don't Mars. I will say uh, that is already kind of a show, Hijacking Mars. Uh, I, oh, if yeah? you watch For All Mankind. Oh, actually, <laughs> I don't, but. <laughs> I, I'm kind of happy this came up because I told, I was like, we'll talk about the finale of For All Mankind. Didn't talk about it because I hated it. Uh, but <laughs> basically, For All Mankind is this alternate historical universe where Russia lands on the moon before America. So everything is different. Uh, women are astronauts in the 60s. We have Whoa. a lesbian president in the 90s. It's like, what would happen? Oh, and, and, and all these planets are, are, all these countries are like focused on space because now it's so possible. They build like a... a colony on the moon and then from there they go to mars and like build a colony there and eventually it all becomes about like capitalism where they're shipping right. like just poor people from from earth to these planets to like mine uh and the workers start to revolt blah 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 they have to get an asteroid that's passing mars to send it to earth because it's worth a lot of money because it's full of titanium and the people of, of mars decide they're gonna hijack the asteroid and With, have it come wow. to Mars instead of Earth. 
and they, well, they, yeah, maybe this is the start of an Apple TV Plus shared universe. Maybe, oh, maybe, my God. you know, maybe Idris Elba on the asteroid, and he needs help to stop the hijackers. Oh what my God! Better gosh. help than an inspirational speech from Mr. Ted. From Miss. Oh my. <laughs> I yeah oh my yeah and the timing works out because at this point they're in the future right on that show. right so that works yeah Adam oh Scott what are you doing here what are you doing I don't know I don't know I, I just know. woke up like this <laughs> hijacked on Mars oh. <laughs> Frog Apple, and Toad you're here too <laughs> Apple TV I'm willing to pitch all of these ideas in person I right. it, you know, they we're we're really killing it into I, the Appleverse. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. TV, I say. So I also wanted to talk about uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry David okay. has announced it's the final season. Yes. Oh, sorry. That was a quick pivot. I just, you know, we just, we move. We can pivot. Okay, yeah, we're gonna pit. I'm light. I'm light. I'm light on my feet. Hit me with what you got. Yeah, you took the turn and you went with it. You did. Uh, Larry David says it's the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, and he's absolutely fine with it. (laughs) People, he's like, people think I'm lying, and I'm so sad, but I really don't care. (laughs) I was a I was a bazillionaire when I started this show, (laughs) right? And it's been like what fifteen something years. Yeah, and I mean. You know, Jeff Garland in an interview said, like, at the final day of shooting, you know, everything wraps and everyone's clapping and he like is crying and tears coming and he looks around and he's the only person crying. That's funny. <laughs> Everybody else is just cranky and like, yep, cool. Complaining okay, about done. craft service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Were you big? Fan? Uh, yeah, I watch I, I watch Curb periodically. I think it has some great episodes, and I think it has some stinkers. Uh, I yeah. think Curb is kind of inconsistent, but when it's great, it is really, it really is so, funny. so good. And, you know, and obviously he's such a compelling character. Um, you know, I, yeah, a, a, a totally great TV character. I do think it has some, you know, kind of flabby episodes. And, um, you know, I don't always love that improv style. Sometimes I think that improv style... It just gets a little chaotic and doesn't doesn't really sound like how people talk. It's kind of yeah. It's oh, yeah. kind of like it, it's kind of sweaty in a way that that makes me <laughs> a little stressed out. Um, yeah. But that being said, I, obviously, like 
you know, some of the funniest people in the world are on that show and they have some great episodes. They totally have. And they're yeah. like, their great episodes are really, really great. It feels like one of those shows where you're shocked it's been on air this long. You're shocked yeah. that it has had the chance to make as many good episodes as it has. I think it will become just kind of a bigger cult hit in the future. Yeah. You know, I think right like today, even now people are kind of like, oh, Curb is still on. Uh, yeah. And I think like in the future, people will watch even the the newer seasons, which people kind of fell off on. And I think they'll they'll really appreciate it. It's, yeah. you know, I'm going to miss it. I've been watching it. I feel like that show debuted when I was in like high school or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you go back, I went back c- kind of recently and looked at just some early seasons and like they look like they are shot on dad's camcorder. Yes. They look so <laughs> janky. Um, and I think it was a big deal that they were digitally shot. It was so like revolutionary. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like, really it was look like, and sound yeah, like shit. It was truly the like beginning of HBO being like, Dobie, like, so like we have good right. stuff. Quality. Yeah. Oh, I feel old now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but but uh. I do think you're right. I think that I, I think it is, it, you know, it is in the zone of like new classic. I think, you know, they're starting to dump some of those HBO shows on Netflix. Like if that hit Netflix, yeah. I think it would be a weird that... thing where it's like Gen Z is getting into Curb. That's why 100 percent is what is going to happen. And you just brought up actually two news things that I wanted to talk about that we can combine here. Uh, HBO has finally let down their walled garden. The place that was like our shows are so beautiful and exclusive. We can't have them anywhere else uh, has finally said, "Okay, Netflix, you can have some of our super exclusive shows. And they're getting sex in the city, baby. Sex in the city. We're about to see the world change. Because you know yeah. what? These young kids, uh, right. that's how they're watching TV. They are using streaming platforms, obviously. But they don't know who in their friend group is a Miranda. Now yeah. they can find now out. Now they're going to find out. Who because in their friend group is, the, is Miranda. the Miranda. Because an article just came out saying that Gen Z uh, is watching... <laughs> Uh, is watching bad TV. That Gen Z has an obsession <laughs> with mediocre TV right. just because it has 22 episodes, like old 2010 shows, sure. Suits, Grey's Anatomy. These shows have seen big resurgences, uh, all because of streaming platforms with younger audiences. Uh, and I think Sex in the City is prime to blow up. It right. is, oh my God, the girls are gonna be in a tizzy and... I, but like, God bless you. Like I was a teenager when Sex and the City came out and I we barely survived in the 2000s. <laughs> and I don't uh, know what is going to happen with these kids is I mean, is the is the next logical step entourage is entourage no, going to experience oh. a moment. <laughs> yeah. Please, HBO, keep entourage behind as many walls as you can. It, right. it, it, it It's just not the right. Not now. Not now. Not in this yeah, our, our society can't handle we it. We can't handle, no. You can't have Andrew Tate and Entourage no. possibly combining. That's like a, hur- a hurricane and an earthquake. It's, g- it's g- no. Give it to me. I'll put it on my, uh, I'll, I'll put it on my revived CISO. No one will watch no it. No one will watch it. It will be, be a better place. Safe. That's what sometimes needs to happen, okay? We got to just... Yeah, no, I mean, I'm already afraid for for the girls who are going to watch Sex in the City. I, you know, and like, I, I don't even think the reboot got that many people into rewatching the old seasons. Oh, and, yeah. You know, unless you'd already watched. There was a reboot. <sighs> okay. Um, I've heard the reboot's rough. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's also probably the most important thing in my life. Um, 
<laughs> it, uh, you contain I, multitudes. <laughs> You're yeah, a complex I person. Can't say I like it, but if I were to miss yeah. a single episode of it, I would want to destroy myself. Like sure. I, I pray that I see the end of the show, and if I don't, I don't. I, I, I'm it sounds like you're it. okay with that. It sounds like you're processing it. You're good. Yeah. It seems like you're in a good place with it. I'm I'm in a good place with it, but it's it's not good. But I like it. But True. now we're gonna see. I think all the, a lot of people getting into Sex in the City. I hope it has a suits bump. Interesting. You know. Uh, yeah. Do you first... think like the fashion will come back? Because I know that show I like at so. the time was a big fashion driver. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, the kids they're already doing Y2K clothes, right? I look on TikTok. I'm like, why do you look like you shop at like a Charlotte Russe? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you came out of a wet seal. Like, where did you even find those clothes? Oh, right. thrift why stores. do you look like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake on a red carpet? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh, thrift stores because people my yeah. age are old and donate those clothes now. <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay. That's that's all the TV news I wanted to get into. There's just there's a lot happening that we. Uh, yeah. cancellations all of this I, I just want to take a break i want to talk about a platform i love shows i love and you know where that's happening peacock that's right Ca-ca-ca! i don't know what sounds <laughs> peacocks make <laughs> i'm sure it's that one i yeah. not even don't even fact check that oh it's, it's kind of annoying it's like like rah, rah! It's like they have like an annoying I'm, call, right? I'm trying to remember the episode of 30 Rock where he like inherits the peacock from Don oh. Geis. <laughs> right. And, Ke- and it falls in love with Kenneth. And there's a moment when it like is like trying to mate with Kenneth and it makes a horrible sound. But I can't right. remember the sound. That's that's the sound us peacock fans that us that we're make making to identify to to identify each other in the wild. Yeah, because every week we're getting just good stuff. Everywhere. Oh my, they got the hits over on Peacock. Uh, I want to know, what are you watching? Oh yeah, okay. So, um, uh, uh, Peacock favorites. Um, I really, really loved uh, Killing It. Uh, I yes. think Killing It Season 1, very funny. Killing It Season 2, brilliant. I brilliant. think Killing It Season 2, kind of its own thing. I think you should watch the whole thing, but Killing It Season 2 is so good. It is like uh, it's like an anthology show about how capitalism crushes different people. Yeah. Uh, each each episode kind of, you know, it's about, um, I, I think if you're listening to the show, you probably know the premise. It is uh, Craig Robinson and Claudia O'Doherty. They're two kind of like down and out scumbags who will do anything for a buck. Um, in season two, they're trying to start a, a saw palmetto berry farm because uh, they're like antioxidants or something like that. Yeah. And they just like, have to deal with the world's shittiest people to get this thing off the ground. And as they're kind of moving through the world and like meeting all these people, you just learn about how, um, you know, capitalism has made us all insane. There's a great episode that's kind of standalone where they have to talk to, um, a series of pit bull impersonators. Oh, I was hoping you bring this episode up. <laughs> One so of my funny. favorite episodes of television. Yes. From the, like last year. Totally. So funny. The it, just yeah. Mr. Worldwide number five and each pit bull is just a number. It's, yeah, it's awesome. It's so just funny. Look nothing like Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's really, really great. So that's kind of the sense of humor. Uh, you know, I, I, you, you make it sound, or I make it sound kind of highfalutin by saying it's like this big satire of capitalism. It is like very funny and goofy and joke dense. Um, yeah, it is like and, it's Craig Robinson, yeah. uh, Claudia O'Doherty, yeah, uh, and Rel, Rel Battle is in it and really yeah. funny as Craig's brother. Uh, I, he is great. He's so good, and I yeah. really loved in the second season that they focused more on him. Uh, and I wanted to see that second season get more heat. Yeah, I uh, know. It's like one of those things. It's like, why aren't you dopes talking about this? And by yeah. you dopes, I mean everyone on the internet. <laughs> everyone on the internet, yeah. And come on. It, it did uh, sadly come out at the same time like that the strike had started. Yeah, So sure. they couldn't really promote it the same way they wanted to. Yeah, huge bummer. But... I'm telling you, all the indie comedy hits are on Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> They're um, all in this did... little streamer that could. <laughs> I know. <laughs> From the, yes, the spirit of CISO is alive and well. <laughs> um, all your, in... did you watch Paul T. Goldman? Hell yeah, I watched Paul T. Goldman. Paul T. Goldman. Look, we, I, we forgot about this show too quickly. I think I Jury Duty came in and people were like, oh my gosh, that's the like weird semi-reality documentary right. comedy show I want to talk about. Because Paul T. Goldman was too off-putting and weird and yes. strange. But yes. you know what? It was the first in that Jury Duty, The Curse. I right. feel like it, that was like what we got. And the Paul T. Goldman... Why did we stop talking about it? I still yeah. have so many questions and thoughts Me about too. that man. They they should. They, I would love if they would just make a season of this a year. Uh, it doesn't. You know, you don't have to make all of Paul T. Goldman's movies. You can just no. catch up with them, like they do those. Um, you know, reality show reunion specials. Yeah. <laughs> you could just have director Jason Wolner sit down with Paul T. Goldman so, and ask him questions so, off note cards. Yeah, like, are you doing better? Uh, have you started therapy? Uh, what What's going on? Just right. checking in. <laughs> Did you make this whole thing because you have a cuckolding fetish? Yeah. I um, truly do feel like a, a rewatch is needed uh, when it was out, everyone was talking about it, and it just it yeah. is really off-putting. It is hard to watch. Sure, yeah, it it is weird, and there's a lot of like, what am I watching? But yeah, I think I think it's so rewarding if you can kind of like push push through the weirdness and like have faith that it will pay off because it really does. It, I think it really is saying something interesting about how like people make their own realities and how you know. Yeah, each person's reality is kind of their own, and it says that in I think a really interesting way. Um, yeah, and he's the he's the funniest, weirdest character who you you don't always like, you know. And I think that um, I didn't watch all of Jury Duty, but you know, from what I gathered, like a big wow. part of what people loved about that show, you're is, one of way hold slow down here. I got a lot of hot takes, as you know. Yeah. I'm the I've never seen the bear guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also yeah. I didn't finish Jury Duty guy. I you're the f first person I've met who didn't finish it. Why not? Uh, I I liked it. It I think maybe it even just like yeah, and it's one of those where I would like to go back and you know like obviously the James Marsden thing is so so funny. Who knew that guy was so great? Um, maybe we all did. I don't know. Maybe I'm late to that. I to mean, that I loved him on Thirty Rock. I was oh always yeah, like, he was he's, good. He's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, I don't, you know, maybe it it was a it was a matter of like coming out so close to Paul T. Goldman to mm. where I kind of felt like, oh, that's the like, you know, uh, 
What do you give people to get off heroin? <laughs> There's uh, a drug you give people to get off heroin. <laughs> methadone. <laughs> there you go. If <laughs> yes, it if is. Jury duty yeah. was the methadone. Paul T. Goldman was the pure uncut oh, horse yeah. that I needed to make my jazz album. Absolutely, because jury duty um, is very focused on doing the right thing and sure, having yeah. uh, Ron, the main guy be a good guy like that's why he's chosen that's why they do this because he's a good guy in all these situations that his responses are always just so thoughtful and blah 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 he wins money paul t goldman no maybe no yeah you don't know what you're gonna get Mm -hmm. is he about to yell at somebody is he about to say (laughs) something misogynistic what's gonna happen (laughs) sure (laughs) yes is he about to blame an innocent person for sex trafficking (laughs) yeah and then the director is is he just will join him and be like am i even doing the right thing is this should i even be doing this yeah, it is like a complicated show and and yeah, and I I absolutely understand that it is, you know, like uh, yeah, why why maybe it is was not the like super mainstream hit, but I I I totally loved it and like there are some hysterical moments in that. So, Just like yeah. some of the bigger laughs I've had at TV. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do a rewatch. It deserves it deserves another I watched go it around. twice. Yeah, it uh, really really held up to a rewatch. I loved it. Yeah. And it's the just kind of weird show you'd only find on a tiny little platform on a like little Peacock. indie. Yes, just exactly. A, just a, the A24 of TV platforms. Just a bunch of executives in a garage making uh, TV yeah. shows. <laughs> just making TV just cooking in the in their dad's garage. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's like trying- Fugazi. It's five bucks a month. He's <laughs> trying to build something, man, right, for the people. Yes. Uh, I love those picks. Uh, I'm going to go with a new pick uh, because I immediately oh, fell please. in love with this show, watched it all in a day, was upset that I finished it so quickly. Uh, in the Know, which I'm going to yep. search so I don't get any of the names wrong. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I've watched two episodes of this show. I actually watched one this morning while I was having my coffee. And oh I my laughed God. my fucking ass off. That right. show is great. It's so funny. In the know, uh, brought to us by Zach Woods, yes. uh, who you should just know from like everything, The Office, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Uh, and Mike Judge. It's like stop motion animation puppets. It's this parody of an NPR-like station uh, and like a Terry Gross-like host. Yeah. Uh, who and it's just taking on sort of like liberals, politics, everything, but in a way that actually felt funny. You know, yeah. I've watched some of those adult animated shows that try to like let's also parody liberals, and they're right. usually horrible. But this one, I truly loved it. Me too. It's really funny, and I it was kind of a tough sell for me because um, it, it, just one of those one of those things. I uh, I worked on a on a great show called Earth to Ned on Disney Plus. Yes. It was about a puppet who interviews celebrities. Yeah. Uh, puppet puppet brought to you by brought to you by the geniuses at the Jim Henson Company. I thought it was a really special show, and I really loved working on it. And it was one of those that just you know kind of it wasn't a Marvel show, so they uh, kind of dumped it, and it didn't get a second season, and then it got taken down, so it's like lost yeah. media. Um, so I was like, oh great, uh, you know, here comes the another. <laughs> you know, puppet do, interview I, celebrity show. I do want to say I watched all of Earth to Ned because one of oh, the writers tweeted cool. about it coming down. So I was like, this is my last chance to watch it. Let me. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, Absolutely good. a mistake. Good. It was taken down. But I do see the parallel here. Uh, right. In the know, the annoying Terry Gross character, whose name is 
Warren or something. It's a girl's name. Yeah. <laughs> like Leslie. I a uh, Lauren Caspian. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh Lauren Caspian is a puppet, but he interviews real celebrities like over uh-huh. video chat. So it'll be like him interviewing um JVN from Queer Eye, which was my God, favorite one. So funny. Yeah. They're it's... so funny in the episode. They play along so well. So well. Like you're like, oh, there's a later one that I don't want to spoil, but there's like Tegan and Sarah. And that was Ooh. probably my favorite. Uh they have Nicole Byers join. It's oh, great. Yeah. It's it's so worth it. And the, the comedy is really sharp. You know, it I is. think people I, I haven't seen people really talking about it, but it is good in getting good reviews. Um, also, it has Jay Smith Cameron and Carl Tart in this like very flirty dynamic that yeah. is so funny and sexy. I really love it for them. It is. And I think Carl's great in this. It's such a like you're it. it's it. It's like. It's interesting casting. It's not the kind of character you've seen him play in other things. Very low key. He's like kind of a dorky dad. He's very soft spoken. He has the NPR voice and yeah. he is hysterical. And like and yeah, his uh his chemistry with the uh with the producer, I forget the name of the character and the actor. Um but the chemistry is there and you know, I think I think I think that character and Carl are doing something really important on this show, which is like having someone to root for <laughs> because yeah. the, the main character, the Zach you Woods character yeah. <laughs> is such a fucking asshole. Such he's a re- he, yeah. He he's is really the joke. And then but. you start to see like everyone else is like kind of a little family and yeah. it has heart to it. It really, it really does, does have that King of the Hill just vibe where you want to sit with these people and just live in their world. Totally. Uh, it's it's great. I, I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm two episodes deep. I can't wait to finish. I'm it. not. Yeah, totally don't want to quote, but like I truly watched it all in a day, and it's also a weird episode count. I think it's only like seven episodes or something, or maybe six. Oh, yeah. But I was just like two. I needed twelve. Oh, give me! I needed this juicy, beautiful season on Fox on a Sunday. Put it in the yeah. animation domination lineup, and sure. everyone would be talking about throw this. it on after Family Guy. That would oh, be fun. Yeah. You know, or Crapopolis. I'm sure I watch. I watch that one. <laughs> I haven't seen Crapopolis yet. It's all right. You know, it's okay. I all it's right. fine in its voice and its footing. And there are some jokes that really do make me laugh. And okay, you know, it's 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 good. I'll give it a shot. It's I'm, getting yeah. there. It isn't up to like the Great North or a Bob's Burgers yet, but you know, it's it's a interesting concept. Yeah, so they they have to do a little more sh- world building. Okay, you got to give stuff time. Again, I think I think you know, killing it is a great example of like, yeah, like like that first season is very funny, and that second season is a fucking home run. So, oh yeah, just a great example of like, hey, you got to let these shows breathe sometimes, you breathe. and you know, Incre- yeah. you gotta let them figure stuff out, and uh, yeah, and then you you get something awesome. Yeah, crap, out. it's breathing, it's breathing. So it's what breathing. what else is on your peacock list? Oh, uh, I'll, oh, so I know this is a zone that you really, really like. Um, and I know this is leaving Peacock, but it, obviously the real ones know that it started on Peacock. Girls 5 ever. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, Girls Five Eva is so funny. Uh, I know you're such a fan of the 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 kind of Tina Fey, Robert oh yeah, Harlock. Tina Fey's my girl. You'll never make me hate her. Sorry, haters. Sorry, <laughs> they're I trying. Don't care. Tina <laughs> Fey is my girl. She's mean because it makes you stronger. Thank you. And I don't condone the racism parts. No. Actually, <laughs> that yes, stuff. She, course. but she is growing as a We're person and, and growing, and th- it has gotten better so yes. okay there, there you go that's, that's my very, girl <laughs> that's very that's very very kind and thoughtful of you um yeah and and you know and i think obviously like uh much has been made of this i am not the guy to talk about it you know uh, uh it, i'm not the guy to talk about it but um you know 30 rock has some dodgy stuff in it if you go yeah. back obviously oh, yeah. it's one of the funniest shows ever the funniest but you, shows. i yeah. want to say put the blackface episodes back up <laughs> that's what, my hot take for, put right. the 30 rock blackface episodes back up and if you won't i will i have them on a hard drive baby wow. they came out when i was in oh college and still Hell legally yeah. don't downloading tv i rewatched them because i realized you couldn't watch them online they're fun look it makes sense within the context <laughs> and it's not as though the show is condoning it no we just no, no. really it just got flattened sure. into like of a course. vacuum of conversation put it back yeah, um, for sure. Both and, their live I, episodes had blackface. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know, I remember that. Wild. Um, and there were a lot of them. They were like, we took yeah. down five episodes. I'm like, oh, wow, you guys <laughs> like, went to this well a lot. Yeah, I was just like, I really didn't realize it was that much. And then rewatching, I was like, okay, okay yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, but I think that uh, uh, Girls Five Eva, um, it seems to be doing a better job with that stuff. It's yeah. you know, it's uh, yeah, it's a little more, uh, it's a little more kinder with its comedy targets. God, I love the Busy Phillips, uh, Andrew Reynolds, oh, uh, yeah, Christian pop couple they're so in, much. Yeah, they're their so entire funny. dynamic is my favorite thing in the show. I I love Andrew Reynolds. I if he Me could too. sing He's at my hysterical. wedding, my funeral, anything, I yes. would please. <laughs> I love yes, hopefully him. he outlives us all and we'll sing at our funeral. Every single he cannot one cannot die. <laughs> no, no. He's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's hysterical in it. I love that uh, you know, early aughts hair they give him. Um yeah, it's a great show. It's 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 going to Netflix, so it's good that uh it's good that more people will see it. But it kind of feels yeah. like when your favorite band sells out, doesn't it? Like, it ah, does. And I'm also Green oh, Day's playing Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, yeah. When they were on the little, when they were just, you know, doing little indie clubs and basements, Thank man. Thank you. Thank you. That's when, that's when they were real. Uh, uh. And it's a little <laughs> scary because this kind of shift has not always been successful. We've seen shows leave a platform, go to another one, and they get one season and then right. it's lights out. Yeah. But I don't want to, I want to, I don't think, I know that's not happening with Girls 5 Eva. I'm going to have more faith in that. Me too. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think it's going to go well, and and I think uh, obviously those like, um, you know, like Thirty Rock has had such staying power. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt has had such staying power. Yeah. I think people love that like joke dense Tina Fey comedy. Um, yeah. Oh, comedies and, with jokes. That's what the people want. Who would who would have guessed? Yeah, no, God forbid. <laughs> God forbid <laughs> God a comedy forbid have our, jokes in it. <laughs> our comedies wouldn't just be meditations on generational trauma. <laughs> um, <laughs> Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. 
Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. TV I'm going to go with the good one. I, I was going to maybe oh, do yeah. a wild a wild card, but I'm going to go with the good choice. Uh, the best reality competitive show ever made, The Traders. Ooh, okay. It is, oh, Peacock, you have something beautiful on your hands. And I know hmm. Peacock didn't create the show. It was originally England, whatever. I don't care. You nerds probably know. Uh, they got yeah, you assholes love to watch British TV and talk <laughs> you guys, about the yeah, American you guys are version is European good. stuff and the kid Australian version you guys yeah. know uh, but it's basically Alan Cummings like in a Scottish castle where these celebrities right. are playing a game that is basically a uh, mafia where someone's a murderer three people are traitors they have to figure out who are the traitors are the traitors are killing the faithfuls uh, and then the faithfuls also like vote to banish people they think might be traitors. And this season, baby, season two, they are getting it wrong. They are just getting it wrong all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, the show is beautiful because it's like you you see people just grasping at straws. Like they're like, oh, this person breathed funny. They must be the traitor. Like I've found them out. <laughs> but this season they went all celebrity. It used to be like a mix of celebrities and regular people. Right. So that kept some of it grounded. No, this season it's all celebrities from different types of reality shows. You have Real Housewives. Uh, you have Bachelors. You have Love Island people. You have Kevin from Bling Empire. And they're all mashed together. <laughs> And they don't know how to react. Like their brains are scrambled in this new hierarchy. The housewives right. are like, what do you mean I am in a house with someone who was on Survivor and slept in mud? <laughs> like <laughs> they, they can't conceptualize each other. Why and is it no one is, throwing champagne at me? Yeah. And it is just the best version of the show I've ever watched. They also, I think, just went, we got to get dumber reality celebs because hmm. Kevin from Bling Empire, on that show, he is a, a beautiful himbo. He is there to be gorgeous, to say, you know, lovely, polite things and not to ask too many questions. You know, he's not that <laughs> he's not that guy. But on the traders <laughs> where you're supposed to be like strategizing, he just one of the worst players to ever do the game. Every guess he has has been so wildly wrong. And also as a viewer, you know who a trade who the traders are. So you yeah. know who the fun of the watching is just being like these people are so wrong. Uh they're all ganging up on the one person who's right and just the vindication. It's oh, it feels so good. It is what I look forward to most every week. I, I just Thursdays are my safe zone. Thursdays at 6 p.m. <laughs> Western time is when there's new episodes of traders and I'm like, everything is okay in the world. 
but the comedy is just off the charts this season. You have Kevin getting lost in the woods. You have the housewives just <laughs> love like, it when a himbo gets lost in the woods, right? And he's he has to make bird sounds, and he's just like, I don't, I'm beautiful. I don't know. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. guys. It's my favorite reality show, and people. I don't really watch a lot of the competitive ones, but they got Big Brother people. And then, oh, that's part of the, I was, I'm so pumped on this. That's part of the fun, too, is that these, like, gaming people from Survivor and Big Brother are like, we're smarter than everyone else here. They're like, we're smarter than these stupid housewives. We are winning right. this. We got this. And then you proceed to watch them lose horribly because the only way to win at the Traders is by being, a like, the most popular kid in the world. You have to, like, you can't be strategic. You literally just have to play a game of popularity to win. And they can't understand that. They're all just like, but my strategy makes sense. And everyone's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but you're an asshole. And like, I just don't really want to eat with breakfast with you anymore. Just be cool and make everyone margaritas. Yeah. And then we'll be like, yeah. And then they'll be like, no way she's a traitor. She made us all margaritas all the time. Margaritas. What? No way. (laughs) I checked out two episodes of this. uh, Cause I, yeah, you've, you've talked about it. A lot of my other favorite TV people have been talking about it. Um, uh, good stuff and bad stuff for me. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Alan Cumming, of course. Oh, yeah. He's a genius. The man can pronounce the word murder, can he? Lee, murder. Murder. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Someone's getting murdered. Uh, the vibe is insane. Uh, it's very salt burny. I feel like people should start fucking graves. Yes. I'm like, why don't they drink Alan Cumming's bathwater? Um, it has to happen. Um yeah, I, I I I like all that stuff. Um, I, I will admit I am having a little bit of a hard time finding like a contestant to be into. I don't watch these other reality shows. Some of the people seem cool. I like it that there's someone named Johnny Bananas. Um, that appeals to me. But yeah, I haven't quite found anybody uh, other than Alan coming to root for. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, it hasn't hasn't quite hooked me yet, but I know people love it, and it's the closest it's so thing good. Peacock has yeah. to a hit, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it's like one of their biggest debuts and stuff. I think the joy comes when you uh, choose a side. Like, it's hard to okay. find an individual person to root for, but at a certain point, you're either like, the traitors are so, or the faithfuls are so stupid, I cannot root for them anymore. I'm on the side of the traitors, let's go full evil, baby. Like, okay. full villain. Or you're like, okay, the traitors are so annoying that I will go with the faithfuls and like hope they figure it out. Okay. And once you pick a side, then it's kind of like, okay, I enjoy watching this. Or if you really like some of the personalities. So personally, they brought back Kate Chastain from Below Deck, who listeners you know is uh, my goddess, my leader, my captain, my <laughs> captain. Uh, I would follow Kate to the ends of the earth. Uh, she was like the surprise guest who came back this season. So now I'm fully in. Like if Kate is there, I am watching. Uh, but I was a little like, is this season even going to be good without Kate? Mm-hmm. And they knew it wouldn't be. And they brought my girl back. I do like that they've made a game show out of the game you play at the <laughs> drama club cast. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like it seems like they should all go to Denny's afterwards and sing annoying songs from Rent. Absolutely. And, like not buy anything. Yeah. You're roasting me hard right now. You're no, really I, calling me out. You're... Listen, I this is <laughs> this is me. It me. I'm Matt. Ooh, uh, yeah. That's one hundred percent the vibe. It's just a bunch of people who are like, and then I had to like act like I didn't know who was going to be dead in the morning. And it's like, right. Yeah, I know. And it's kind of like when you do play those games in drama club, they've the aesthetic is how you see it in your head. 
It's like how a you know how a dopey fourteen year old who's had too much Mountain Dew thinks of themselves. Yeah, and it's in this giant castle, you know, taking <laughs> seductive bites of apples and mugging into the camera. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is an aesthetic triumph and really, really cool. I, 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 I think there's a world where I get more into this show. Yeah, yeah. Just give it a shot. And okay. if you don't like the celebrities, then you can watch like the Australian and UK versions or whatever. They're oh, okay. just normal people. So okay. Cool. But in America, when they tried to mix the more normal people and celebrities, it was just kind of sad. It was like, I don't want to see some like teacher who needs money lose millions to a oh. housewife. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, 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 right. It was just kind of sad. So okay, I get that. Th- yeah. The traders, that's on my list. You got anything else? What, what else? Uh, yeah, highlight? I got one more. This is a okay. little bit more of a chaotic pick, um, but I really want to stump for it. Twisted metal Ooh. uh twisted metal a video game adaptation of or a, a adaptation of a video game uh from the 90s a playstation classic uh, uh whose aesthetic i would describe as juggalo core um yes. it is a apocalyptic car battling show um uh, some uh, some folks in our kind of zone worked on it uh, oh yeah if he nuati way on the writing staff uh yes mike mitchell in the cast uh great job by both of them jason uh, manzoukas jason manzoukas very funny in that show friend of the Maybe, pod he's on the pod it. pod legend jason manzoukas yeah his his little bottle episode is really terrific yeah um, yeah, it's an apocalyptic show about cars that shoot missiles, uh, should not work. It really, really works well. It's yeah. really cool. It's, it's, it's pretty over the top. Um, Anthony Mackie and Stephanie Beatrice yes. in the leads. Oh, so good. I love Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah, so she's great good in this. this. Uh, and this was another one that came out during the strike and people just couldn't yeah, really talk about sure. it. I remember because I was walking somewhere and they were doing like a live event pop up for the show and giving out free T-shirts and stuff. And I, yeah. they like tried to give me one. and I was just like, no, I cannot. I'm I sorry. can't. I cannot. <laughs> I'm a scab. No, <laughs> I will please. not wear your free T-shirt. No, no free T-shirts. No, I don't want any soda. No, no. And yeah, I, I exactly. stood by I my union unions. brothers and sisters and of course, you must, you must. <laughs> my union uh. siblings. And and I said no to that free T-shirt. But I loved it. And I, I don't know. I think there was just so much that came out around that time. It just kind of got lost in, in yeah. the zeitgeist. Um, but I thought, you know, that's a big title. People were excited for it. Yeah, I, I know. It's definitely like, you know, part of the trend of like video game adaptations that kind of work because, you know, I think we grew up and you had the Super Mario movie with Bob Hoskins oh, and yeah. uh, Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme. And, and those didn't things. work for you. Those didn't work for you. <laughs> uh, I don't I have not revisited them, <laughs> but I suspect they were bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend. We would like every uh, Halloween, we would rewatch the Super Mario Brothers because it's just oh, so yeah. funny and bad. It's, it's a big swing. You got to. Yeah, I respect the swing. You, you have to respect the swing. Uh, but yeah, I think that, you know, we've gotten some really good video game adaptations over the years. And I think this show really, like, understands what's fun about the game. Like, it's crazy. It's over the top. Insane characters. Lots of cool car stunts. Um, yeah, and it really does a good job of, like, you know, grafting a story onto a game that maybe doesn't have a ton of story. Although there are weird lore people on YouTube who will explain it for you. But yeah, you know, I think most people just plugged in the controller and shot missiles. Uh, so yeah, it does a nice job kind of grafting a story, a little pathos. You really care about Anthony Mackie and Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah. Um, they have fun backstories and yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's trashy. It's, it's really, really funny. And yeah, got some of your comedy favorites given really good performances. I, yeah. I, I like twisted metal. If, if, if you're like, I would never watch a, 
murder clown show <laughs> car yeah, missile program. Yeah, in any other context, uh, maybe give it a shot. It's 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 a it's a chaotic pick, I know, but um, it, one I really liked. I mean, you know, I think I'm gonna close this out on. Oh yeah, the most chaotic pick. Oh yeah, let's hear it. I honestly, I'm actually, I wasn't even going to share this because I, I didn't know if I should. I, no, I thought is, I should is... do a respectable choice, like Rutherford Falls or something. Nah, no, no. come on. I'm going to be real with you guys. Ted, the Ooh, TV show on Peacock. This is spicy. I haven't watched it yet. Tell me everything. funny as hell, okay? <laughs> it's funny. It's basically just live action family guy. But with Ted as, you know, the, sure. uh, yeah, as Brian. And it's funny. I, I look, I was, I wasn't going to watch this. I've, I'd never even seen the Ted movies. I didn't care. I was like, I'm not into that kind of humor. I like American dad. Uh, but I was oh, like, yeah. that's not, you know, no, thank you. Not really for me. Avoided it. And then Twitter just kept being like, Ashley, I swear. There's so many jokes. It's really funny. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. I started watching this. I savored it. Over three wow. days because oh I didn't okay. want it to end. And it's also a weird episode order. I think it's only like seven episodes. And right. I just was like, I got to break this out. I love it. It's just a good time. It's jokes on jokes on jokes. I think I'm joke starved. It kind of reminds me yeah, also sure. of, of the Goldbergs a little bit. Okay. <laughs> which is a plus for me. <laughs> um, if, if you, Yeah, Goldbergs is a funny show. It's funny, okay? So and it, it just has that type of sitcom humor, but also obviously with, you know, the Ted stuff you're used to from Seth MacFarlane. But I did not expect to love this show. I roasted it at first. I was like, what do you mean the pilot is like 50 minutes? Like what? who could need right. that much Ted? And then I finished it and was like, I need 15 more, more episodes Ted, of this. Give me more Ted. It just, it works. It's nothing like the movies. And I know that because after I watched the show, I was so invested in the Ted universe. I not only watched the first Ted movie, I watched the second Ted movie. I watched both Ted movies. <laughs> and I didn't and you, like them. <laughs> and you think that, wow, that's okay. <laughs> I, that was a waste of my time. And the, But I, and then I like the TV show. <laughs> This does seem like the kind of show that there should just be 20 episode seasons of, right? Exactly. You should just have Ted and the kid going on a different Ted different adventure every week. Every week. Like, what, uh, are you, what are you doing? Put the, Again, put this on Fox. How is this not making you billions? Right. Yeah, and it is. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say, and it is weird that it's not on on Fox because of the Seth MacFarlane yeah. of it all. But I guess those were Universal movies, and uh, yeah. So here we so, are, on Peacock. So here we are on Peacock. Uh, there's two things that get me. Also, kind of just want to share if if you oh, do want to watch both Ted movies. Uh, oddly, only Ted one is on Peacock. Ted two is on Max. Weird. Just a little FYI. Weird. <laughs> I am excited about the show for a couple of reasons. Uh, well, one, I think I, I, I really, I respect your, um, your identifying it as, as joke dense. I think this is something we both like, something yeah. we both crave, maybe something we feel that uh, uh, comedies don't have enough of these days. Uh, yeah. So I'm that that makes me excited. Um, the trailer for Ted, uh, which I've seen a lot of times because I have the middle peacock streaming tier where you get all the content but still have some commercials i love peacock so much i pay for the premium with no ads i no, can't yeah. stand the traders with ads i was like no i'm paying i Give yeah me more. 
Um, the trailer has a brief shot of the kid <laughs> shopping for a Sega Genesis, and that is the kind of old nerd I am. I'm just like, got to see the Sega Genesis episode. Honestly, and, and it's one of the funniest episodes. Is it? It is so funny, okay. that episode. I'm going to do it. It's, I'm watching, so, it's good. I'm watching first episode of Hijacked tonight, and then I'm rolling into the first episode of Ted. Yeah, I, um, I got to give it to Ted. And uh, a great, great friend, friend of mine and writer was on the staff, Chelsea Davidson, who you can see oh. has, has a little cameo in the uh, uh, in the trailer as the lunch lady. Uh, oh she is gosh. super hilarious and really cool. And yeah, uh, yeah. I re- I saw her. I recognized her in the show. I didn't know she was. She wrote on it. Yeah, she was on the writing staff. So oh. I think the writing staff has some little cameos. And yeah, she's she's one of the coolest and funniest. See, no so wonder sure it was that, so good. Uh, it truly yeah. just so many good jokes. I yeah, you know, I was not the person who was going to be sold on this, and I was sold. Uh, if you love the Ted movies, I don't know, maybe you'll feel differently. But coming in from the movie, from the show side, big fan. Okay, so, great. I'm stoked. Those are our Peacock hits. I That's all I, I think I want to highlight. I wanna, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Bubkiss by Pete Davidson, just because okay. he tried so hard. He, he put a lot of work <laughs> you in. Love effort. You love to see some effort. Uh, yeah, he put Eddie, he has like everybody in it. Like all the famous people are in it. Yeah. Good, good job, Pete. Uh, honorable mention uh, uh, from me for the MacGruber show. Big oh, MacGruber yeah. fan. That was one where it's like, there's a MacGruber show. Aren't you dopes talking I about this? I still haven't watched it. I'm just like, I'm going to save that for like a vacation week when I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to day drink and watch the MacGruber yep. show. <laughs> That's how you should do it. Uh, you'll be pleased. That is what it's for. Uh, very funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Peacock. Peacock. They're killing it. Peacock. I don't know. They're they're killing we'll it that. over there. And watch killing it. Uh, and watch killing it. Yeah, Jordan. Thanks so much for joining me. Oh my gosh! Thank you for having this me. Was this was so much fun. Sort of Where can the people follow you? You got anything you want to plug? Uh, I do actually. Uh, hey, uh, you know what's great? TV. You know what's like a little tiny TV that you read. A graphic novel. Uh, I've got a new graphic novel uh, coming out this year. It is available for pre-order now. It is called Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy uh, with art by the great Bowen McGurdy. It is about a bunch of uh, goofy teenage exorcists. Uh, maybe you'll like it. There's some drama club stuff in there, too. Oh, then I'm um, in. It is, yeah, it's about a bunch of uh, kids in this goofy Bible study who actually have to fight demons and are uh, pretty unequipped to do so. Um, yeah, it is uh, it, it is coming out in July, but you can pre-order it now. You can do that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, better yet, your local indie bookstore, uh, Youth Group. It's yeah. I'm really stoked about it. Bowen, Bowen the artist, is a real genius. Uh, their characters are like super expressive. They've got a little bit of an anime vibe to them, and... Um, yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. Uh, uh, joke, this... joke, 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 dense. I hope. I hope. I yeah. hope. I uh, hope we pack those. Oh, pages I know. I know you jokes. got the jokes, and I'm. This sounds right up my alley. I'm gonna check that out. Bless you. Yes, and uh, yeah, if it sounds cool, uh, pre-orders really help books. Do I understand yes. why? No, I don't. But I am telling folks to pre-order it, and uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they check it out and like it. Youth group, it's coming soon. Yeah, I, I was. You know, that's a story for another time. I was gonna be like, I'm a, I was a big youth group person in high school. That's oh yeah, that's a whole thing. That's okay. a whole thing. We'll bring yeah. It hopefully, back and, hopefully and we'll there's some. <laughs> hopefully there's some good cringe for folks who are actually in youth groups. I don't think you have to have been in one to enjoy this book, but yeah. I think if you were, you'll identify. Yeah. Some also, of the... a funny episode about youth groups on the season two of Clone High, which they secretly dropped last Friday. So if you didn't Ooh. know, season two of the Clone High reboot is out. I'm the only person telling you. 
<laughs> but yes, uh, youth group. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about. It. Yeah, you'll be back. This was amazing. So fun. Yes, yeah. Next episode. Thank you so much. Uh, also, I'm gonna do a little plug here, which I never really usually do, but you guys, you guys, my debut comedy album, Ice Cream Money. It is now available for pre-order. You can yes. pre-order it. Go to my website, theashyray.com or my link tree. What a, you know where I am on social, whatever. I'm posting it all over the place all day long. It's an album rollout. Go pre-order it for me. Uh, you can get a beautiful vinyl. It's pink. I beg them to make it pink, and it is. <laughs> uh, and you, then you get the digital version, which is out March 1st. So I'm going to plug myself. You're going to be hearing me talk about that. Uh, but... It's always about the guests, and you were incredible. Thank you so ah, much. Thank you. That was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is so oh, fun. We're getting- and my producer <laughs> has a peacock sound queued up. So let's see how co- how close we were. Oh, we nailed we it. We nailed it. We, we nailed, nailed it. it. <laughs> what a beautiful note to go out on. We nailed it. Such a haunting call. Uh, <laughs> we're real peacock heads. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Thank you so much for joining me, TV Club. We gave you so much stuff to watch on Peacock. Go check it out. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me. Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar, produced by Anita Flores, executive produced by Amelia Chapelo, and our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.